Right, hey guys, welcome to the PPC Podcast. It's episode nine. It's been a bit of a wait for this one because uh, our good friend, the old uh, the old web query wizard himself, Joshua Herbert, has been off to Butlins. Um, yeah. fr- fresh off the cruise, straight to Butlins. I mean, far cry from, uh, from hitting, the, hitting the Mediterranean. Yeah, uh, I had to, you know, kind of two extremes, really. Relaxing on oh, the yeah. meds and then... Uh... Living up in IB for weekend at Butlins, but um, yeah, yeah, it's nice to get out there and do things, isn't it? You know, yeah. Well, see what the world. did you do? Yeah, see well, world. see the world. Where, where, whereabouts? Uh, I think I saw more of the world in Butlins than I did on the Med. Put it like that. I'm sure you, you. I'm sure you're a man of the world coming back from Butlins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh... No, but uh, yeah, good times, good times. Then I saw the um, good... the photo where uh, you fueled up on the Dominoes before you got there. Yes, um, I did. I did that. That was a mistake. Yes. Was it was it a big time mistake? Well, no, I wasn't too bad, actually. No? It was okay. Yeah. What's your pizza choice? Well, my pizza choice, I was a bit annoyed about this because um, my standard pizza choice is the full house if I'm going to Domino's. Okay. But, you know, like they've stopped doing some, some places seem to do it. Other places don't. Wow. It's hit and miss. And then they said, oh, well, you can make up your own pizza with all the toppings. I was like, yeah, but it's going to be more than what the full house used to be. So I don't know. If anyone is listening that works for Domino's, please, or does PPC for Domino's, because I can't think why anyone, any delivery driver or, you know, workers in the shop would be listening to this podcast. But you never you know, are, please let please let us know why Full House is uh, is not on the menu anymore. Yeah, and maybe become a sponsor. You know, Domino's. Yes. I mean, we're taking <laughs> by Domino's. We're taking, uh, you know, we're taking those sponsorships. I mean, those guys never too big time to you know come and come and sponsor a lowly podcast like this. Yeah, it's got to be on the list of sponsors we want now. Isn't it, Domino's. Oh, hundred percent. Right then, so, fresh off of uh, off of our last one, where we were talking to uh, to Tom James, mm. the uh, PTH manager at REC. Um, this time, we've decided to change the format up a little bit. We've had a couple of special guests, which has been awesome, um, uh, and, and a great deal of knowledge being shared, um, which is nice. Getting our friends on the show, really cool. Um, we've got another special guest coming up actually um, in the next few episodes, which we're really excited about. Because um, this is someone who arguably um, shares some responsibility for putting this whole thing together, I'd say. Um, yeah. But uh, but we'll keep that as a surprise. But um, yeah, today we're just going to run through a couple of topics, a couple of newsworthy topics, I'd say, from uh, from the last week or so. There's been a couple of different things emerge from the world of PPC, um, and we figured let's uh, let's just run through a few of these things rather than the old. Uh, the old structured approach we've been taking in the mm. last couple of episodes. So um, we'll keep it nice and quick, hopefully. But uh, Josh, you want to kick us off uh, with some display news that you've uh, you've heard recently? Yeah, the, it's all, all about um, Google's new responsive display ads. Uh, I think I've only, I've only come across the one article for it, but you know, it sounds interesting. So they're, they're up in the amount of images and headlines. So now I think it's 15 images, 15 headlines and five logos. Uh, so you you can um, yeah you can test test more images and headlines which is good, and they automatically adjust as well then, um, so their size, appearance, and format depending on what device you see it on. 
But I think, so when Google tested it, they reckon they had 10% more conversions at a similar CPA, testing more headlines and descriptions. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, I think it's quite early news. But uh, more is better. Yeah, yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, I think I think it's. Um, I mean, we've been given a lot of choice in search. Um, you know, we can play with a few different, uh, few different things now. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's interesting. It's actually yeah. quite. It'll be it'll be interesting. We're, we're going to do an episode um, fully dedicated to display um, in the next couple. So yeah, that'll be um, that'll be a nice talking point. I think for that as well, hmm. which is cool. Um, other news. So exact match uh, keywords to match even more variants, even more variants. Um, so to give you a bit of a timeline, uh, exact match. Um, was it back in two thousand and fourteen? That including plurals and grammatical variants and mm-hmm. um, misspellings on exact, exact and phrase match. And then in two thousand seventeen. Um, ads were sort of being served up against words of a keyword that were out of order of the included prepositions and conjunctions and all that jazz. And now this change is going to uh, is going to see us um, sort of bastardize the the exact keyword um, term even even more. Um, so the example I'm taking from WordStream, which by the way, guys, if you're listening to this and you haven't checked out WordStream, check it out. Great source of knowledge. They don't sponsor us, by the way. That's just a free shout. Um, sponsored by Domino's. Yeah, exactly. That's coming. Um, so they use Yosemite Camping because they're American as fuck. Ah, yes. Um, and so the keyword, Yosemite Camping. Uh, camping. So query, Yosemite National Park, CA for California, I imagine, camping. That's now going to match because it's implied. Words. Yeah, Yosemite campground is going to match because that's a paraphrase, and yeah. uh, campsites in Yosemite is going to match because it's got the same intent. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Google estimates that these changes will increase the reach of our exact match keywords by roughly three percent. So Google is back in this change. Who to believe that? Um, so, who benefits? I hear you ask, Josh. Benefits. benefits from this? Well, I'll tell you, benefits Google. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they're going to benefit because there's going to be there's going to be a lot more clicks. Um, but they're saying that you know it's going to be good for advertisers generally, bigger advertisers, um, because ultimately um, you should be able to pick up more for less keywords. Not that, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I haven't reached the 5 million keyword max in any of my accounts yet. Absolutely not. But uh, anyone who is is going to be pleased to know that now they won't have to worry about that threshold <laughs> because, um, you know, you'll be able to pick up more for, for less keyword coverage. Yeah. Um, and small advertisers are going are gonna to benefit as well because, you know, they haven't got a lot of time to add a, a ton of keywords. Um, they can they can cast the net a little bit further um, with exact match, which seems strange to say because obviously you've got world match modifier um, mm. to, to cast the net. But um, yeah, I mean, there's obvious there's obviously you know plenty of reason for the change, um, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how. I mean, how are you, are you guys um, going to need to do much for this internally over uh, over your uh, your place? Um, not really. The only, well, the only thing is to keep an eye on it, keep an eye on the search queries because 
Yeah, I think it's great because we can reach more customers without having to maintain exhaustive keyword lists. Yeah. Which is great. But again, you know, I'm a big fan of exact being exact. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I think I think those days are long gone. Um, they, yeah, well, they are. Well, well, no, it's it's muddy waters, I know. But they, um, they say that if you've got keywords that already use paraphrases, you know, similar to like Yosemite camping, like if you're in Yosemite campground, then it will favor those. Okay. So I don't know. And when they've tested it, they, they get 3% more clicks and conversions. So I, don't, I mean, I'm <laughs> looking forward to having 3% more clicks and conversions, but well, yeah. Do, do you see the other statistic as well? 15% searches conducted every day are new. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. New semantically. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is mad. That is mad. But this is, this is all because Google paid search click growth is the lowest it's been in years yeah, for the, this quarter. Yeah. Q2. Why do you think that is? It's slowed. And that's not a test. I mean, this is just, you know, Top of your head, what do you, what do you think's going on? I, think it's, I, I think it's Facebook and Amazon. Yeah, I yeah, I think it is probably. Um, I think it could be a lot of companies kind of um, guess, kind of reallocating their budgets towards display and other other uh, channels. Um, I think GDPR may have had an impact. Potentially. Quite possibly. I think the fact that CPCs have increased across most industries over the last few years, we've seen it in the financial industry and it's bound to have been in other industries where it just keeps going up and up and up. Um, I think that's probably had an effect. Uh, yeah, I don't know really. I think I feel as though now there are so many places you can advertise. I mean, I know there's always been a variety. There's been a choice, uh, and you know, whether that's search, whether that's display. But I just feel like recently there is there are so many different places to advertise. Shopify, uh, not Shopify. Sorry, got my head on Shopify from the e-commerce stuff I've been doing. Spotify um, comes to mind because that. You know, it's, a, it's sort of been talked about this 2017, uh, 2018 especially. Yeah. But I feel like, I just feel like maybe a lot of people, I, I think what you said about um, allocating budget elsewhere, I think that there's probably a lot of CMOs that are saying, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Have you tried this? So you're just chucking money around, just testing what works, what doesn't work, which is the, probably the, you know, the right approach. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the old, um, I don't know. The old trust and search has taken a taken a whack in the process. Yeah, I also think people have um, reallocated more budget towards brands because uh, brand uh, costs have been increasing as well over the last couple of years. Uh, and I just think people are pulling back on generic. They can't yeah. afford to do it anymore. And as kind of the industry marketing as a whole gets more data driven, there are more questions being asked. Have to be more savvy, and, and obviously they're building models, and and I think I think it's a bit of a snowball effect. I think it's become too expensive, so people yeah. are looking at other channels. Yeah, they are definitely. 
And this is this is what gets me with the whole LinkedIn being too expensive thing. And I know I've said this a couple of times, but I mean, if you do it, you know, there's ways to there's ways to lessen the expense. And I know that B two B CPCs expensive on search. Mm. Um, and I just think sometimes with the tag then available on LinkedIn, yeah, it's worth a it's definitely worth a little bit of a definitely. Fantastic. Um, obviously, two completely different beasts but um but yeah a couple of different ad ad types you can sort of have a play about with on linkedin um yeah interesting interesting space at the moment uh, it's funny you mentioned brand actually because i wanted to talk a bit about competitor bidding hmm. uh, but before that i'll just back to the word stream um stream stuff they got a list of uh, of ways you can um you know the classic top five prepare because remember the last time there was a change um with exact match and the variants, and yes. uh, and there was you know there was head loss across <laughs> our industry, um, <laughs> and uh, a lot of people in our team back in the day, you know, it was it was sort of uh, Armageddon, uh, um, yeah, exact match again, and uh, and people sort of yeah, and then nothing really happened. We kept an eye on it. We sort of dealt with it. We run a few scripts. It was good learning curve. Yes. Um, but uh, but if you're looking for ways to uh, to prepare yourself uh, for the new exact match rules, besides getting in your bunker and, uh, and hiding away from the reality, um, you can review your top exact match keywords. Like you said, Josh, you know, make sure you're just checking the search query reports in the lead up to it. It's happening in October. That's what we know so far anyway, but obviously these things roll out in different ways. Um, just keep an eye on PPC Hero, WordStream, etc. Uh, preemptively add new negative keywords if you think that you you know how it's gonna go. You know, um, I mean it's a it's something that you're gonna be doing anyway while you're in there, you know, um, preemptively add. Consider adding other match types. Um, there's another there's another rule they list in here. Um, so phrase match isn't going to be affected by the change so no. you can still play in that space um, remove any newly duplicate keywords so once it you know starts to occur clean up your house as you would um, and then revisit your uh, skags and uh, and make sure that you know you're um, they're all in order as well. Um, I mean, they offer great control. I'm a big fan of Skags at the moment. Big uh, fan. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Skags. Um, I've been setting up quite a few, um, quite a few uh, different accounts for some small e-commerce clients, and yeah, Skags are so good. I mean, there's a variety of of different styles or yeah. uh, you know different items. I mean, they're just uh, I, basically. Um, if Tiger was to make a song about my accounts, it'd be Skag City, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that. But only the smaller ones. Um, only the smaller ones for now. But uh, but yeah. So there's five five ways courtesy of uh, of WordStream. Um, and uh, and and onto the old. Uh, your competitor bidding because I'll tell you why I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I was um, putting together some information for for um, for a client and 
you're asking me about competitor bidding and was it a you know was it a useful way to basically siphon off someone else's um traffic mm. and so it got me got me thinking a lot about it before i get into this josh what, what's your take on competitive bidding you doing a lot of it at the moment mm. do not know if i can reveal that answer no problem well we, we have done in the past haven't we well, yeah, we have. We have done in the past. I think uh, any big business has always, well, has always done competitive bidding, really. Well, yeah, know, the, more com- the more competitive it is, the, m- the more you have to use competitive keywords. Well, yeah, and I think for us, working in, in some, of the, some of the bigger auctions, I mean, they're bidding on our brand teams. Yeah. You've, you've sort of, you know, your hands are tied and you've got to, retaliate in some way um but i think for some of the smaller companies one thing i wanted to say was it's the caveat because i do believe in competitive and um my advice would be to you know to actually um at least entertain the idea of of competitive differently for smaller accounts and the bigger accounts obviously i mean we were we went through actually um obviously we had separate accounts with different products and we were we had competitor ad groups within those accounts, and eventually we split them out into their own competitor account effectively. Yeah. Um, because it just got so big, and 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 obviously when we introduced bid strategies, and there was a new way of doing things. Um, so that that was part of a restructure. But for smaller accounts, obviously, um, you're just going to be bidding within within certain campaigns, um, maybe competitively. But the thing I wanted to sort of get across is one, if you get into a bidding war, there's only one winner and that's Google. Yes. Because you're just paying more money and everyone's paying more money and Google's making more money. Um, and you don't have to compare to bid like on everyone, you know? Um, I think for me, a couple of the, the sort of the pros um, you could say is, you know it's going to be good for brand awareness because if you're bidding on your competitor, and I think the important thing as well to say here is to make sure that you're bidding on a competitor that you're actually better than or you're at least as good as. Yeah. Um, or that you could have identified a weakness in that competitor that you can, um, you know, say there's a potential um, challenge for the consumer and you've been able to address that challenge better than your competitor. Then by all means... Go, go straight ahead and start competing on that brand team because effectively um, you know that the audience coming through to that is qualified because if mm. they're searching for your competitor for the same reason they may potentially search for you down the line, why not appear in front of them? Why not give them a reason to click on your ad instead of your competitors? So it's great for brand awareness. Yeah. Um, and I think and it, obviously it, it's cheaper. Well, it's less competitive. So, exactly. So I think... You know, cheaper CPCs uh, because there's less competition on a particular keyword. Sorry, Josh. What I was going to say, I think it all boils down to in some industries where um, the keyword portfolio is quite expensive, like notably insurance, for example, and financial industries. You know, a lot of products are quite expensive because of the the you know revenue that it can drive. Compressor driven, uh, compressor queue is actually cheaper than a lot of the generic terms and cases. Yep. So overall, 
you know, you can actually get a really good return on investment from bidding on competitors. Well, yeah, exactly. Because if, if that... you are actually giving someone, more, you know, a, a better solution, yeah, then then yeah, then then it's easy traffic. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be converting traffic as long as you are actually giving them, yeah, a better solution. You're not just appearing alongside them because in the hope that okay, they might accidentally stumble across my product. Yeah. Um, you know, if you know your product or service isn't as good as your competitors, then stay well clear. Uh, yeah. Because effectively, you're going to be paying for clicks that are never going to convert because they're going to see what you're offering and think, ah, actually, no, this seems like the bargain for. Yeah. Um, but if you've got a great landing page set up, you've got a great product or service, and you honestly and genuinely believe, and you've done your due diligence, and by that I mean you've looked at your competitor in detail, you've checked out their landing page, you've had a look at what their unique selling points are, you've had a look at what their potential weaknesses are, where they may have potentially fallen down, and then you've filled those holes with your own product or service, um, then yeah, by all means. Um, but I think... Uh, uh, one thing I saw of another uh, con on that um, uh, and something to consider besides starting a war because you don't want to do that um, is that you're going to get a low click-through rate because ultimately if they are searching for your competitor so this is where your ad copy has got to work super hard um, because you know generically you're competing with people around you um, you know, you're giving yourself a decent enough chance if, you, if you're, you know, in the top four positions to compete. You're basing it on unique selling points, who's got the most emotive language, who's offering the best solution to the query. Um, but on competitive bidding, you're already at a disadvantage because the person is typing in the name of the company they want. Give me a name of a company, Josh. Well, my company? Go on, give me just a name of a company. Oh, a company. Oh, right. Um... Sony. Okay, so they look at Sony straight away. First ad, they're seeing Sony. So they're more than likely to be clicking that ad. So you've got to try and grab their attention. Obviously, don't do anything that's going to infringe copyright because that's going to get your ass kicked by Google. Oh, um, yeah. But ultimately, you know, yeah, it's uh, all fair if you're, you know, if you're doing it in the right manner. You're not infringing on the rules. Um and I think a couple of uh, a couple of things I wanted to note down as well when I was putting this sort of information together um, was make sure that to, especially to this client, you know, because they were they were excited and, and I've worked with a couple of different law firms and the law, I mean, these lawyers, they love it. Like, you know, they love their competitive bidding because they think, oh my god, I can get one what up mm. on uh, on these people. Um, but don't bid on the wrong competitors. Um, because ultimately, and this may sound simple and easy and obvious, but if you make sure you're, if you're competitive bidding, make sure you're competing with people that you should be competing with. You know, you, you've got a general idea of who your competitors are. Make sure that you're not competing with someone where they're actually offering a slightly different product to you or service, or which can easily be done. If you get too excited, and you're not actually doing the due diligence and you're not looking into the detail of what they're offering and, and the, the terms that you want to compete on because you're not just competing, say, on Sony. You might be competing on Sony Walkman, you know. Mm. They still sell those, Josh. You're a retro guy. I bet yep. you still got a Walkman. I do, um, yeah. 
you know, it might be this, you know, the brand and then a particular um, generic team as well alongside that. Um, yeah. So, and, and another thing is don't just don't get too aggressive. Um, you know, especially, especially early doors. Um, you know, don't, don't, don't turn it into it. Basically, if, if you're, well, remember some of the conversations we used to have with the finance department, uh, you know, you're explaining, um, I think why CBCs were paying more expensive than they were last month. Yeah. The thing is, well, you, you can be a little bit naughty about it. If you, if you compare to bidding and you increase your bids, and they're in a and the, your competitors in a positional bid strategy, it just <laughs> increase their cost. It'll have a knock on effect. Yeah, exactly. And that I mean that's a whole new discussion as well about bid yeah. strategies because again that goes back into the into the debate of how how far can the actual bid strategy machine learning side of things take you without mm-hmm. having the human touch to be able to say, well, actually, no, I I want to stop here. It's got to be a cap because I got finance breathing, finance breathing down my neck and telling me I can't be paying this much cost per click yeah. for this particular level of volume. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I like that. I like that little cheeky approach here, Josh. It is naughty, but uh, you know. And sometimes you can really find out who's looking at their auction insights every day because. I mean, you you know, we in in the past we've gone in hard on on competitors, and they haven't realised for about a week. No. Um. So you you know you start to realise, okay, well these guys are not actually paying as much attention as I thought they would be. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I got to say on that. Nice. Competitor bidding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I gave some information, and um, and we'll see. We'll see where they uh, where they go with that. Brand terms, though. While we're on the subject, brand terms. Yeah. What's your view on brand terms, Josh? I've asked you this before, but I, I like this conversation. Brand terms. Um, yeah, I think they're pretty essential, really. Yeah. I think so, especially if competitors are bidding on you. Oh, oh, yeah. 100 Fund, yeah, if you're if you're a small business yeah even then yeah even then i probably would um you know what i like about brand terms and this is why i've been saying to a lot of clients recently one you can control the messaging absolutely so seo fantastic you know seos out there you're doing a great job but if you want to if you want to change something quickly Brand campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to, yeah, if you want to influence the messaging as quickly as possible, brand campaign. Yeah. And um, another one is just taking up real estate, yeah. advertising real estate. You know, yeah. a big thing I've been talking about recently is extensions and the lack of um, adoption of, of extensions still to this day. Yeah. Um, People are not fully utilizing extensions, especially what I don't really, what really I don't really understand is when people who've got clear, um, great unique selling points, they've got a catalog of services, um, you know, they've got loads to say. Mm. 
yet they're not not making use of um, call-out extensions and structured snippets, um, you know, and they've got various different avenues they want to take a customer then, and they're not taking advantage of site links. Um, but yeah, just the, just that real estate, you know, dominate that page. Give, I know it's a brand tip, and this is the thing because a lot of the the sort of pushback on this is, well, I rank first anyway for my brand tip organically, so my users are gonna are gonna click. But yeah. I think just taking up that little bit of extra space is gonna be cheap anyway. Um, you know, before you get into a bit more, um, and you're just dominating it, and you're not giving your competitor who's in organic position two potentially the opportunity to even to even be there you know on a laptop when you when you when you're um searching yeah so uh that's my opinion on on brand brand companies (laughs) (laughs) Ah. the brand the brand was there was there any other news you've uh, you've spotted recently, Josh? That has that you've seen and you've just thought, my God, I need to talk about that. Um, not off the top of my head, no, mate. Um, there's been quite a few interesting articles. Um, when that came to mind, free clicks. Uh, Marketing PPC blog was quite good. They had one about. Um, hidden gems for optimization and account analysis. And I think it was stuff, like, when I read through it, I was like, oh, we've chatted about this at the uh, on the podcast. You know, it's like, what I quite like, they were saying about, um, you know, if you, you know, you get overwhelmed by looking at everything in the account, so I always try to start by honing on campaigns that have taken the biggest hit, which is something that we've talked about before. Yeah. It's just kind of little little tips, really. Oh, 80 like 20 rule was chucked about, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at the account history first to try and, you know, diagnose where the problem started. So I quite, yeah, I quite like that. that was I, like that. Yeah. I like that. I did an audit recently, actually, and you'll love this, Josh. Um, oh, I, I'm going to love it. I, and, I, and I was I was doing the, the audit, and, um, and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to have a quick look at, before I even get into this, you know, I, I have my checklist out there, and I, I have my... Um, template document um, presentation ready to to put the data into to serve up to this client and I thought you know what the first thing I'm going to do I'm just going to before I even done anything else I'm just going to have a look the last 90 days I'm just going to have a look how many keywords haven't had a single conversion in the last 90 days and how much that's cost and it was it was staggering Really? How many keywords? Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head how many keywords, but the um, the money it amounted to was, I'd say, close to thirty percent of the overall spend. Really? For that ninety-day period, was but wasted. Hey, Gone. Think about how much better your account's going to be now moving forward. Well, yeah, I mean, well, no, I mean, this wasn't my account, Josh. Don't Not your account. Sorry. This was not my okay, no. Josh. <laughs> Do not put that on me. Don't <laughs> come here putting that shit on me, Josh. It was not my account. Shut this off. I'm out of here. No. Um, like... <laughs> yeah, this... So, no, I mean, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, so I just thought, you know, 
there you go. There you go. And and I, I tell you, and the client was absolutely, you know, it's bad because it, it you know, easily missed, easily missed, obviously. And uh, yeah, yeah, extremely grateful to uh, to to plug that hole of wasted spend. Brilliant. That's what it's about. Well, yeah, tips like that. Well, yeah, yeah you can even set up a rule for that. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. What sort? Of, what sort of? Um, what sort of uh, length of time would you put on that rule, Josh? What's your What's your threshold of uh, keyword not getting a conversion where you're like, bam? I think ninety days is perfect. Is ninety days your your threshold? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Ninety days. That's a good snippet bit of information there. So, yeah. uh, anyone listening to this now, um, go and check your accounts. Ninety days. Do a simple search. Ninety days. I've had a conversion in the last ninety days. If you haven't, on it on those keywords. Tie it up. How much money have you spent in comparison to the how much money has been spent overall in that night? Did check the percentage. And if you want to set a rule, set yeah. a rule up. If a if your keyword isn't getting a conversion within a night day period, pause. Yep. That's hey, and then so what would you, and then you would just go and check that list of you know you check those changes, check that change history, what keywords have been paused, and then maybe have a look at which ones you think mm, maybe I'll give those guys a. A second chance at some point, have a bit, do a bit of work on them. Hmm. Maybe I would set uh, a rule up to send me a list of um, within ninety days how many keywords hadn't had any conversions, so I could look at them and think, well, hang on, why haven't they had any conversions? Nice, and then you'd set up a skag, skag city, yeah. bitch, skag, yeah, skag city, yeah, because skags are way forward, yeah. That's fantastic. Well, I think that, that, that wraps us up. That wraps it up. Man. <laughs> we'll end on that. <laughs> we'll end on that. That wraps it up. So we've covered off more variants for exact match. Exact match slash broad match slash phrase match. Yeah. Just going to be match. It's just going to be audiences next year, isn't it? It is. It's, that's the way it's going, isn't it? I mean, I think this is what we need to do. Maybe on the next podcast, when we've got our special guest in, um, maybe we'll just do a bit of a wager on when Google will finally announce the death of the keyword. Yeah. Maybe. Mm, if, maybe. If you want to if you want to take that on. Um, so we talked about that. We talked about uh, responsive display ads. Yeah. We talked about competitor terms. We talked about brand terms. We talked about auditing. Yeah. We talked about checking stuff out in your account. Um, yeah. So that, that wraps us up. Um, so hopefully next week we'll have a special guest. If it's not next Monday, it's going to be the Monday after. We'll be talking about display. Um, it's going to be a good one. Um, but yeah. It'll be good. Until then, thank you all for listening. Uh, Josh, absolute pleasure as always, mate. Always a pleasure. And uh, enjoy Pontins, because that's got to be next on the list. Pontins? Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. I'm added to it. Pontins or uh, Great Yarmouth, I'd say. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Right, enjoy your next adventure. And uh, cheers, guys. Thanks very much. Ta-da.